B98.5's Tad Drex and Kara podcast, helping you catch up on what you missed. Oh, controversy, Kara. Oh, yes. So a woman recently left a nasty tip for a waitress after she felt like the server was making advances on her husband. So when the bill came in the tip line, all she wrote was, don't call my husband sweetheart. Mm. So, of course, the server took a picture of that, put it on social media, and now people are divided on did the wife just completely overreact or was she right in saying that's a little too flirty for me? 99% of people making comments online about this say it's a Southern thing, but we don't even know where this took place, do we? Yeah, this did not take place in the South. I'm just trying to un- understand the story. So the waitress is serving a husband and, and wife. Mm-hmm. And it's the, a server. Uh, but ser- okay. Okay, the server Jeez. calls the husband's sweetheart. Right. And then when the bill comes, the wife's upset about it and doesn't leave her a tip because the waitress was calling She felt like the waitress was making advances to her husband in front of her Because she was looking for any excuse to not have to tip that lady. Well, this is, but this is confusing, Kara. As a man, what, what should we have done? Because the scenario at my table with my wife would be like, she'd say, you need to tell her to quit calling you sweetheart. And I'd be like, well, but it's not bothering me. And my wife would say, well, well it should me. Well, it should be, and it's bothering <laughs> me. I'm like, oh, it's not my battle. So what? what is a man's role in this, if anything? I, I, I don't know if I'm the right person to ask that because it wouldn't bother me at all. Like, call my husband sweetheart, call him honey, call him baby, call him whatever you want. You're just trying to be nice. You're looking for tips. Like, right. I'm fine with that. This is, I think... It, there's a big difference between if a woman calls a man, sweetie, sweetheart, baby, whatever. I mean, I don't know how you feel about this, Drex. Yeah. It does not bother me in the least. No. But I'm just wondering if it's the woman saying sweetie to the man. It's like if the genders have We're anything reversed. to do with it. What do you think? 404 You can call or text. You can leave us a message. Uh, using the open mic on the B98.5 app. Who do we have? Cheryl and Griffin? I get we're in the South, but that's just, it, I mean, why just my husband? Like, I mean, if you're like, you know, that's what you call my daughter or you call me or that's fine. But when you're directing this specifically at my husband, you're getting a little too a little too close to that line. Now, I, I wonder if age plays a factor in it because there's this uh, this restaurant by my house, JR's Log House, and you get the old sweet ladies that are in there and like, hey, sweetheart, what do you have? Mm-hmm. What do you? What if it's like a 65-year-old yeah. Meemaw? No, then that's just Meemaw being Meemaw. But if you've got like some 20, 30-something who's like, oh, sweetheart, oh, you really want to get that? I recommend this. No, sweet. No, no, sweetheart. That's my sweetheart. I'll recommend something. Thank you. Trust me. There's no 20 or 30-year-olds calling anybody sweetheart. This is always going to be a Mima situation. (laughs) Or a Waffle House employee. True, true. (laughs) We asked this question online. One of the comments, if you're in the South, sweetheart means she's happy you refilled her iced tea. (laughs) Sweet tea, excuse me. 404-741-0985. Stephanie and Noonan? You were a server at a restaurant. Yes, I was. I actually worked at a Waffle House, and there have been countless of times where I had like got less tips because the wife was a little insecure because I sometimes I would say sweetheart or stuff like that, and then it was only to get to make money mm-hmm. because you have to be nice to make money. But also, like sometimes just I wouldn't even say nothing, and I guess they would think I'm too pretty of a waitress, and they would stiff me. And, you know, it's not right. Like, I get, you know, jealousy, 
but I also get, you know, you should not be that insecure. Right. Like, if you're that insecure, you have problems in your relationship. And that's not my fault. That's your fault. Another tactic servers use when they hand the bill to you is they place their hand on your shoulder. That is a trick that is tried and true. Imagine how this woman would have responded to that kind of action. Oh, geez. That, that's a total see, different I've thing. I've never did that. Stephanie, I'm glad we were able to teach you about that. You need to add groping to your arsenal. Oh, my God. That's big money. You're going to get this no, woman fired. No, no, no. <laughs> that's a sure way for my wife to throw some Paula. bows. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've seen your wife around other women. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Anna and Thomaston, you say no big deal. It's a generational thing. Yeah, like I wonder if she's no hate, but like, you know, boomers get a little more sensitive about stuff like this. Mm. I feel like millennial and Gen Z, we got bigger fish to fry. Call my man whatever you want. Just bring me my ranch and refill my sweet tea. You know what I mean? I don't care. Love it. Appreciate it. I will tell you guys, I've never been in a fight. And I told you, like, I don't care. You call me baby sweetheart. Women can call me anything. It's totally different with guys. And I've never actually been in a fight, but the closest I ever came was when I took exception to something a guy called me, and I pointed it out to him. He was like, do you want to step outside? Oh, jeez. Can you guess what he called me? You guys know me pretty well. I got a complaint one time because people, I, Kara knows this, terrible memory. Both of you know this. <laughs> Somebody will call, they'll say the name is Barbara. Two seconds later, I've forgotten their name. So I would call people friend. <laughs> and we got co a complaint about that, like calling me that that's lazy. So now every time somebody calls on the phone, I write down. I can't do this in public, but I can hear. I'll write down their names because I will forget. Oh, what? For friend? For just calling them calling friend? friend? You're not offended by that. No. There are some people, though, if, you, if, if you're talking to them and you say, All right, hey, hey, pal, or hey, buddy, or hey, friend, they'll mm -hmm. snap back, I'm not your buddy. All right, take a hike, pal. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh really? Wow. Yeah. Take oh, a hike, pal? <laughs> yeah, I, I'll always double no, no. down on it. That is the one. I was telling you that the only time I almost got into a fight was when I was introduced to this guy, and he's like, and they, the woman said, like, hey, I want you to meet my friend Tad. And he looks over, like, kind of cool, like the Marlboro man. He's like, hey, buddy. <laughs> and maybe I had had a couple of cocktails. Sure. But I was oh, like, Lord. not this time, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not your buddy. I'm you, not your you pal. Did, you did say that. And he said, excuse me? And I go, I go, I don't know. I said, this just bothers me. Like, you just met me, and you're calling me buddy. You're calling me pal. It's like you don't even have, you're not even taking the energy. She just said my name. Yeah, he was trying and to, I know. Trying to big dog you. The, yeah. You know what the response is when someone says that? She'd be like, it's the elf. You go back at him. It's not, it's not buddy, it's buddy the elf. Say my full name, please. Shavonda actually backs up my point. She said, sweet names sometimes rip away dignity. Mm. I'm not too fond of pet names outside of my circle because they make me feel helpless. Oh. There is something about being called buddy or pal. It's like it's condescending for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing. I'm like a lower, a lower than you. Yeah, it's a respect thing for sure. Yeah. But let let them let people be dumb. Who cares? Snooky online says my husband and I were at a restaurant in Helen years ago, and one of the waitresses called all the men baby boy. <laughs> I kept waiting for somebody to say something to her, but I guess everyone was kind of speechless about this.
That would okay. That might be the one. Baby boy <laughs> might be the one that might cross the line. <laughs> a big boy would be fine, but not baby boy. Oh no, I hate being called big fella. Big boy, big guy. Oh, see, I do like that. But if I was thin as a rail, that'd be one thing. But I'm like, oh, you're calling me fat. Oh, someone like big boy. I'm like, you're right. I am a big boy. I clean my plate. Four zero four seven four one zero nine eight five. If there's a name you just can't take being called. It's okay. This is a safe place. <laughs> Drex won't make fun of you like he's been making fun of me. <laughs> Let me call you sweetheart. Jeez. I'm in love with you. It's one of my favorite barbershop quartet songs ever. Do you remember that one, Kara? Yeah, I do. Said, said by no one ever. 19, 1934, Bing wow. Crosby, everybody. Uh, we're talking about calling people sweetheart of these other pet names, mm. Baby Doll. My favorite so far was texted in where somebody called everybody Baby Boy. <laughs> <laughs> what name do you just, it just grinds your gears. It's a pet name. Strangers call you. They don't know your real name. Even when they do know your name, 404-741-0985. Let's check the open mics as well. You could leave us a quick message on the B98.5 app. This is common in Buford. The names I hate is when somebody calls me Chief or boss or you know things like that to me that's just kind of demeaning yeah chief sure chief is chief is definitely the condescending one like all right chief right Uh, oh i got your chief right here megan in monticello i don't care for pet names i feel like it is a southern thing where the older generation calls me that but i was raised to call people mr and mrs so if they're under 55 i don't care for it but I was going to just kind of put a spin on it and say, connected to that, my biggest pet peeve is paying my hard-earned money somewhere and just hearing, there you are, I know where I am. (laughs) So why do people say, here you go, here you are, instead of just thank you? Now we are fine-tuning conduct. I, I, I guess I don't understand. They put your food down and they say, here you go. It's more about the payment. It's the patronage that you don't hear gratitude about anymore. Oh, right. so, okay, so like, here's your bill, here you go, keep the top copy, instead of like, thank you so much for for, jo- right. for dining with us. Appreciation. Yep, the top copy right. is yours. Uh, I gotcha. At least they're speaking right. to you, go to a sit-down restaurant, I mean, somebody hands me a coffee, and they spin that iPad around, Yeah, right. and the <laughs> lowest possible percentage is 23%. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you taking my comment. Well, thank you, ma'am. Uh, you like that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Ashley and Marietta. Hi, good morning. Good morning. What's the word you don't like being called or the pet name you don't like? Sis. I used to work for a big healthcare organization here in Atlanta, and we had a patient, and he was as sweet and nice as could be, but he always called everybody in the office sis, and it just it would grate on my nerves all the time. That's a weird one, isn't it? A man calling another woman. Like, if I, sis, if you and yeah. I were like, all right, sis, let's go like, to the break oh, room. Oh, hey, sister, or yeah, sis. I'm not your sister. Uh, I'm not your sis. It's like, like calling somebody bro. So yeah, I, I, very so much I do, so. That is my go-to with guys. I'm like, hey, brother, how's it going? It, it, it's, it feels more like a, like a gender-connected thing, but doing it to the opposite would be weird. Yeah. Even if, Kara, you were like, hey, brother, how are you? I'm like, ugh, ugh. I want to make sure I clarify the pal, the buddy, all that stuff. That's just when you first meet me. When we actually become pals and buddies, you can call me whatever you want. Same thing with bro. It's that first it's time. A, it's a, 
a stranger. It's being a stranger right. calling you something like that. 404-741-0985. You can call or text. A lot of texts coming in. Oh, yeah. We got a great text from Justine in Gainesville. And this one was going around a few years ago. She says, don't call me shouty. Oh, shorty. Oh, she said it was terrible. Love that. 404-741-0985. Not shorty, Tad. Shouty. Yeah. Come on. Get, get your Decatur right. No, listen. It's 50 cent when you're, when you're Tad. It's 50 cent. It's little Wayne. <laughs> um, back to the open mic real quick. This is a word of caution. Once my mom was in the drive-thru at Long John Silver's and the lady called her husband sweetheart. And that night the restaurant burnt down. <laughs> we keep up with what's happening so we can tell you about the stuff that matters. Tad Drex and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. Date 39, we're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters, sunshine, low humidity today with a high of 87. Glorious. 68 in Midtown. What's up, Kara? First it was Ellen, then it was Kelly Clarkson. Now it's Jimmy Fallon. He's being accused by two current and 14 former staffers of creating a toxic workplace, being drunk and erratic and mean, and spoiling their big dreams of always wanting to work on The Tonight Show. Now, they said they were constantly Mm. walking on eggshells and never really knew what Jimmy they were going to get or when he would throw a hissy fit. That show's actually been through nine different producers in the last nine years. And accusers say those producers didn't know how to shut Jimmy down when he was acting like a monster. And it just created some serious, toxic work environment. Now, even though the show is off because of the strike right now, they had an all-staff Zoom meeting yesterday where Jimmy profusely apologized, saying how embarrassed he is and how he feels terrible for all of this and it was never his intention to create that kind of atmosphere just to that point you know they never knew which jimmy they were gonna get Mm. we were talking to an anonymous caller who said that there's one big issue with jimmy fallon and that's the booze I live in Atlanta now, but I lived in New York several years ago, and I had friends of friends who were, you know, lower level working at his show or Mm -hmm. or working with them in some way. And as soon as I saw the article come out, the first thing I thought was just like, oh, Jimmy's drinking. It was just so common that, that it was kind of sad that everybody just knew that, like, Jimmy was great and he was an awesome boss, but he had a drinking problem. And when he did, like, he wasn't always pleasant. Was he drinking on the job or was it because a lot of times, you know, you, you drink the day before and you think, oh, I'll be fine. Right. But I'm not yeah. drinking on the job or would he show up drunk to work? I never had heard that it was happening at work. I had always heard that it was afterwards and, and he would kind of fly off the handle at people that were his coworkers, but not necessarily like in the office. That's always hard. Anybody who has um, family members or friends that have drinking problems, you never know. What you're going to get. Right. They could be super happy. Oh, we're, we're all buddies. We're hanging out at the bar. Or they something ticks them off, and then they lash out at you because of what's going on in their life. I always knew there was something with that guy, right? He's got these Too boyish nice. looks. He's got this coy little smile. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for like comedians like that, though. They're expected to be on and 100% all the time, and that's just not real life like people have bad days people have downtime i think it was robin williams that said you know some of the funniest people are the saddest in life because they truly know how bad it can be and it's their job to make other people laugh because they know how bad they feel inside
Exactly. I'm sure that he suffers from that. And I think it's really sad. I mean, I had heard at one point he had like a bunch of injuries in like 2015, 2016-ish, and they were all really weird. Um, And I had heard, yeah, that most of those were related to his alcohol problem and he had gotten clean. So it's sad to hear that some of the stuff was happening afterwards. I was just thinking about my uh, garage injury. (laughs) <laughs> rope swing <laughs> was that alcohol fueled as well tad mm-hmm. yeah karen i have been meaning to talk to you <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm calling page six <laughs> our pop culture princess is ready to play are you smarter than kara is on b98.5 sponsored by rs andrews heating air conditioning plumbing and electricals lisa and powder springs hey lisa Looking forward to the weekend? Oh, my goodness, yes. I work in a high school. Four days is a long time. It's longer than five days. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine next week we have to work five days? Oh. It's going to be awful. We're not going to go there yet. <laughs> maybe you can win Kara's money and never have to return to, well, maybe not. Well, really? With $100? Mm, <laughs> nah. Why don't you go ahead and kick her out of the studio for us? All right. Peace out, Girl Scout. I'm out of here, Lisa. Good luck. Thanks. Kara steps out of the studio. We're going to ask you these five trivia questions. We'll bring Kara back in. We'll ask her the same questions. If you can somehow answer more right than Kara, she'll have to pay you $100 of her own money. Are you ready? I am ready. Sounds good. Question number one. Today is the first year anniversary of the death of Queen Elizabeth. She was the queen of what? England. Number two. Mark Paul Gosler says he regrets the scene where Zach Morris kisses Lisa Turtle without her consent. What show did that uh, take place on? Saved by the Bell. Question number three. 16 current and former Tonight Show staffers are accusing Jimmy Fallon of creating a toxic work environment. Who hosted the Tonight Show prior to Jimmy Fallon? Jay Leno. Number four. Falcons kick off their season at the Bend Sunday. What's the name of the Falcons mascot? Um, oh, is it Freddie or Harry? Uh, Freddie Hawk? <laughs> Harry Hawk? Do you, do you, wait, wait, gonna go, are you going Freddie or Harry? Freddie. Okay. Number five men in Ohio walked into an Ace Hardware store and used hedge clippers to cut off his ankle monitor. <laughs> oh this did not happen in Florida. It was the Florida of the North, which is Ohio. <laughs> Finished their tagline. Ace is the place with... The helpful... Hard where folks. Lisa, it's okay if you have someone there helping you. We're bringing they don't have Kara to whisper. back in. <laughs> it, it, well, it's my son. He's helpful there helping me. It's helpful hardware so, folks. Yeah, all right, all right, hold on. Don't say anything else. So Stephanie and Villarica last hour got zero, zero. right. Lisa and Powder Springs got them all oh. right. Oh. Okay. okay. And the crowd goes yeah. wild. <laughs> right, not going to tell Kara if she's right or wrong until the end because Lisa got them all right. Are you ready? Okay. Kara, okay, we got this. Can you put down the donut for two seconds? I'm just kidding. I will not put down the donut. <laughs> Same questions, number one. Queen Elizabeth was the queen of? England. I just want to apologize. I didn't mean to donut shame you. <laughs> you don't seem like you're bothered by it Oh, at I'm all? not. Okay. Number two, Zach Morris and Lisa Turtle were on what show? Saved by the Bell. Number three, who hosted The Tonight Show prior to Jimmy Fallon? Jay Leno and his chin. Number four, <laughs> what's the name of the Falcon's mascot? Freddy the Falcon. Finish the tagline, Ace is the place with... The helpful hardware folks. 
Jeez. And you know, I think it oh used to goodness. be the helpful hardware man. I think they changed that. Did they? You, uh, yeah. That didn't even. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware man. Man. That don't sound right. That no. doesn't sound right. Look it up. <laughs> all right. We know what happened. Kara got them all right. Lisa got them all right. That means it's a tie, and all Whoa. ties go to the house. All right. Kara Way to go, Kara. Yeah, you guys did great. Kara, your new record, 1,559 wins and 50 losses. Great game, girl. Thank you. Same to you. No cash, but you get a pair of tickets to see comedians and hosts of the Weekend Update, Colin Jost, Michael Che, September 16th, Fox Theater. They're on sale at foxtheater.org. Awesome. We love him. Name is Sunbelt. He's the right one with me. Enjoy that weekend. <laughs> Squeeze every last ounce of it as you can, okay? I will. Y'all have a great one. All right, Lisa, you too. You guys ready to eat a little crow? Yeah. I would like to play you a Don't. classic Ace Hardware no. jingle. Oh, Listen, hurt. here it is. Man. Oh, <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> you goofed. And now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. All right, so we have James with us this morning, and we heard that you're looking to get some forgiveness for a botched proposal. I royally screwed up this one, and I also need to get my fiance to forgive me. So what happened? All right, so <laughs> Morgan, Morgan and I had been together for like two years, and I've been working on this proposal for the last six months. Oh, wow. So you've been really putting some thought into it, huh? Right, I have, I have. Um, or at least I kind of thought I did. I know she wanted something magical, so we were at the beach for Labor Day, right? Mm-hmm. And I had it pretty much all planned out. Okay, all right. I like where this, I like where this is going, yeah. I had the photographer and a videographer and her favorite flowers all over the beach. Honestly, it was pretty ridiculously expensive for the <laughs> most part. But Six months of planning, you had to make a splash, you wanted to document yeah, it. sounds good so far. Yeah. So we walked across the boardwalk, and she saw the setup and immediately started saying, how beautiful it was, and whoever it was for was so lucky, and I thought I pretty much had it in the bag. <laughs> right. So where did things go wrong? She really had no idea that I had planned. I just kept saying that she wants all her family and friends there when she gets engaged. Oh. And really how devastated she would be if they weren't there for that big moment. So we take it they weren't there for that big moment that was getting ready to happen? Uh, nope. I was hoping that she would be okay with just showing everyone the video, but just her expressions just at that moment, I knew I'd messed up yeah. big time. So, yeah, well, I mean, you didn't really, I mean, come on. You you walk out there, and she's like, oh, that's beautiful, yeah. but that's not how I would want it. It's I not your, your fault. Yeah. And you had the videographer, so you're right, you could share it later. So it couldn't have been that big of a deal breaker if she said yes, and you're calling her your fiance. True, true. She did say yes, but when the video got back, it was awful. You could really hardly see anything. I guess the guy's camera fogged up, mm. and they didn't notice while they was recording. Oh, you know, she was... But that's not your fault, dumb. James. I mean, in a marriage, you get an A for effort. That's, <laughs> how, that's right. how they work. We got to a big fight, and I told her she was being a spoiled brat. Oh. She started crying and said that now that we're engaged, she's starting to see who I really am, and that I'm abused, abusive language and calling her names, oh, and she put the engagement on hold, basically. Oh, yeah. um, 
So honestly, I really need to fix this. All right. Well, how about we do this? Hold on for a bit. We're going to try to get your fiance, Morgan, on the phone and see if we can help you work this out and get some forgiveness. All right? Thanks, guys. You need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. James planned his proposal to his girlfriend, Morgan, for six months, but he forgot that she had told him that she really wanted her family to be there for it and said she was really upset when they weren't. Not only that, but the video got messed up. So we're calling Morgan to help James ask forgiveness. James, she won't know you're on the line when she picks up. Hello? Morning, is this Morgan? It is. Hey, this is Tad Drex and Kara calling from B98.5. How are you this morning? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> well, we wanted to say congrats on your big engagement with your fiance James. What an exciting moment for yeah. you. Yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> How do you know about that? I mean, it, it was pretty special, right? Beach, flowers, the whole thing, Morgan? Yeah, it was. But I'm still trying to figure out if I want to continue on with this engagement or not. What? Is that because your video got all messed up? <sighs> that was really annoying. But I got over it. I still love the gesture. That's good. So can we ask why you're doubting getting married? Was it because of how James responded to you and kind of called you a spoiled brat? Oh, God. You heard about that, too? <laughs> we did. Yeah, those things tend to spread. Yeah, that wasn't cool, but I got over that as well. Uh, I admit I did overreact in the moment. So why are we putting the engagement on hold then? Honestly, I wish that he would have put as much thought into the ring as he did proposal. The ring? Is it not what you wanted? It's beautiful, but it's the same ring that he proposed to his ex-girlfriend with, and I'm really, no. really disappointed. Nuh-uh. How do you know it was the same ring? A couple of days after we got engaged, my best friend sent me a message saying a picture of my ring was on his ex's Facebook page that he dated about three years ago. Um, uh. And at first, I was like, I, I just could not believe, and I did not want to believe that he could literally give me the same ring that he used for her. I don't know. I the picture myself. Morgan, you're going to Zales, there's like... Ten rings that are exactly yeah, the same. They all look alike. Especially in photos. Yeah. This one is like a very unique design. There's just no way it could be a coincidence. I, I'm telling you, it's the exact ring. I mean, are you serious right now? All of this is over a $20,000 ring. You wonder why I called you a spool bread. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. We got to jump in here. Before we go any further, Morgan, uh, obviously, James is on the phone with us. This is a feature on our show called Forgive and Forget. He called us this morning to get our help to get your forgiveness for the fight you got into over the video. And he thought that's why you were mad at him. Most girls would be over the moon with that thing. I mean, it's huge. And it costs a fortune. <laughs> so what's the issue? Okay. As you know, I'm not most girls. And you should think higher of me than give me some ring that you got for your ex. I mean, you could have sold that thing and got me something else. What were you and your friends doing, like stalking my ex's page? You're really going through people's social media nowadays, huh? James, that's not even the point here. Like, I can't believe you thought I wouldn't find out. Come on. James, is this the same ring you gave to another woman? Has she got this right? Yeah, but really, why does it even matter? Because that was a promise you made with another woman, James. Like, come on. If it's that big of a deal, we can go to Georgia together and get and see what can be done. We can get you another one. But, geez, come on. Well, it sounds like the two of you got some stuff to work yeah. out. But, Morgan, like we said, this is called Forgive and Forget. Do you think you can forgive James for all this? <sighs> James, I love you. And I really do want to marry you, but not with someone else's ring. 
that's a deal breaker. All right, all right. We can go this week and get it taken care of. I promise. Be curious what uh, you think listening to this. Like, did you think James was being thrifty and spent a lot of money on that ring? Or is the ring cursed and it was disrespectful to her? You can call or text 404 741 or leave us a message on the free B98.5 app using Open Mic. You know, I don't really blame Morgan because if I found out that Ryan proposed to me with a ring that he proposed to another woman with, that would make me a little bent too. All you have to do is go to the jeweler, get a new setting. It it doesn't have to be some big deal. You don't have to so buy a whole new ring. Change the style, keep the diamonds? Yes, absolutely. Hmm. Uh, on the text, somebody said, there are a lot more great things I could do with $20,000 and looking at my hand every day. Plus, <laughs> he's lucky he even got that ring back from his ex. Yeah. That never happens. So true. Uh, Cheryl said, right ring, wrong person. And I think what she's saying is that, that the the ring is on the right person's hand now, and that should all be all that matters. It is a $20,000 ring. <laughs> that is beautiful. That's a hand-me-down. <laughs> That's a down payment. Me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's check the open mic. You can leave us a message on the B98.5 app. This is Tom from Buford. First of all, women be crazy. He was <laughs> giving her a $20,000 ring. I mean, who cares if it was somebody else? Okay. And Kevin <laughs> and Decatur on the phones. They both have a leg to stand on, but I, I hope the young lady is not more interested in being a bride as opposed to a wife. I mean, she's kind of getting caught up on that. Uh, oh, wow. That is a recipe for a disaster. A lot of people put so much stock in that one day and forget that this is a lot of days. Marriage mm-hmm. is forever. And the wedding planning makes makes women crazy. It makes us absolutely lose <laughs> our minds. They haven't even gotten to planning the wedding. No, She's already. Most women yeah. have been thinking about that proposal moment their entire life. And yeah. when it doesn't necessarily align with your expectations, then you know, that's when things kind of go off the rails. And a lot of people have a hard time hiding that disappointment and right. lack of expectation on their face. She's like, no horse-drawn yeah. carriage, <laughs> no work show. <laughs> Those two will be standing at the altar, uh, mean mugging each other. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad, Drex, and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.